Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CME curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hello to everyone. My name is Maria Victoria Mateos from the University Hospital of Salamanca in Spain. And during the presentation, I will cover what is the response as well as what is also the safety profile of ivermectin-based therapy in relapsing on refractory patients with multiple myeloma. Ivermectin as monotherapy was evaluated as part of the cohort A in the CC220MM001 clinical study, and the objective was to try to evaluate the safety profile with the different doses of ivermectin as monotherapy. But the efficacy was subsequently evaluated in combination with dexamethasone in the cohort B of these clinical studies in which 66 relapsed on refractory myeloma patients after a median of five prior lines of therapy and 76% of the patients were refractory to lenalidomide and 56% were refractory to pomalidomide were included and indeed they received ivermectin doses ranging from 0.3 to 1.6. 1.6 milligrams was the recommended phase two dose, but just in this cohort B of patients, it was observed how ivermectin plus dexamethasone was effective. Even in this population, majority of them refractory to pomalidomide and lenalidomide, the overall response rate was 32%. The clinical benefit rate was of approximately 50%, and the disease control rate was observed in 85% of the patients. But in addition to the efficacy, the safety profile reported to be quite acceptable with grade 3-4 neutropenia in 20% of the patients and important, no grade 3-4 fatigue was reported. And these results were subsequently confirmed in two additional cohorts of patients included in the phase 2 of this clinical study cohort D and cohort I. And in these two cohorts of patients, relapsing and refractory myeloma patients were included. But in the cohort D, patients after a median of three prior lines of therapy and refractory to an imid API and an anti-CD3H monoclonal antibody were included. But in the cohort I, it's important to remark how patients included in this cohort and treated with ivermectin and dexamethasone had been in addition, previously exposed to BCMA-targeted therapy. This cohort of patients is extremely important because this represents the next and mathematical need we are going to see in myeloma as soon as the BCMA-targeted therapy moves to earlier lines of therapy. 107 patients were treated with ivermectin and dexamethasone in the cohort D, and 26 patients were included in the cohort of patients post-BCMA. The median number of prior lines of therapy was 6 and 7, respectively, and when the efficacy was evaluated, it was reported how the overall response rate was 26 and 25% in the cohort D and I, respectively, indicating that the 
over the unmet medical need we have in this population with a clinical benefit rate of 36% in the cohort D and 42% in the cohort of patients previously exposed to BCMA-targeted therapy. In those patients in which the response was observed, the median durability of the response was 30 weeks and the median progression of survival was of approximately three months with a median overall survival of approximately 46 weeks. From the safety profile point of view, it's important to remark that, again, few hematological toxicity was reported, but neutropenia grade 3-4 was the most relevant hematological adverse event reported in both cohorts of patients, but this did not translate in a high frequency of febrile neutropenia or severe infections. And concerning non-hematological treatment emerging adverse event, it is confirmed how 23% of the patients reported any grade of fatigue, but definitely grade 3-4 fatigue was reported in only three patients in the cohort D and in just one patient in the cohort I. In addition, well, it is important to remark how few patients required to reduce the dose of ivermectin because of adverse events. With this information, it is clear how ivermectin and dexamethasone cover the unmet medical need we have in multiple myeloma. And the next step is to evaluate ivermectin and dexamethasone plus a third agents. And this is what it is being evaluated right now in three additional cohorts of patients in the same study. Ivermectin in combination with DARA and DEXA, Ivermectin in combination with bortezomib and dexamethasone, and Ivermectin in combination with carfilzomib and dexamethasone. These uh, triplet combinations are being evaluated in relapsed and refractory myeloma patients after at least two prior regimes, including lenalidomide and orpomalidomide, as well as a proteasome inhibitor. The median number of prior lines of therapy was four, five, and six respectively, and when the efficacy was evaluated, the overall response rate is around 50% in the different cohorts of patients, and important to remark how some patients in the different cohorts resulted in a stringent complete response or complete response. So definitely ivermectin and dexamethasone and ivermectin plus dexamethasone plus a third agent definitely cover the unmet medical need we have in multiple myeloma, demonstrated enhanced antiproliferative anti-tumor and an immune stimulatory activity in this population. Definitely ivermectin is a promising combination partner with other standard of care agents in multiple myeloma. And based on the safety profile, ivermectin deserves to be evaluated as part of the first line of therapy. And indeed, when we look into the ongoing clinical studies, we see how ivermectin is being evaluated as maintenance therapy after transplant in a clinical trial endorsed by the European Myeloma Network, but also some cohorts of Patients in the MM001 clinical trial are evaluating ivermectin, bortezomib, and dexamethasone, ivermectin, daratumumab, and dexamethasone as part of the first line of therapy. And there is already a phase three clinical study in relapsed and refractory myeloma patients combining ivermectin with DARA and DEX, and the control arm is daratumumab in combination with bortezomib and dexamethasone. 
Thank you very much for your attention and I hope this summary will be of your interest. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME Incorporated, and is part of our Minute CME curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash CME. Thank you for listening.